0: Welcome to the Ready Set Crypto Podcast. Do you expect us to talk? Aye, you'll be shaken and stirred. Now meet your hosts, Doc and Matt.
1: Views and opinions heard on the ReadySet Crypto Podcast are not necessarily the opinion of this company nor its management. Material on this program is for general information only and should not be taken as specific investment, tax, or legal advice. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 11 of the Ready, Set, Crypto podcast. I'm very pleased to have Adam Todd, the CEO of Digitex Futures, as my guest today. This will be a commission-free futures exchange, trading Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Litecoin futures contracts against their own native cryptocurrency, which is the DGTX token. I personally feel that Digitex has the opportunity to occupy a huge void in the crypto space, and I can't wait until they're operational. So we've reached out to Adam today to give us the latest dope on how his project's going. Adam, welcome aboard. Hey, Doc. Thanks for having me. Great. Can you please give us the quick story? Just give us the the two-minute story on why Digitex was founded, and what's the problem that you're trying to solve for this market?
0: Sure. Um, Well, it's very simple. Um, Commissions. Commissions just ruin everything. You know, I I used to be a professional trader in the pits. After that, I was on the screens um, and I was paying very, very low commissions. And even then, they would just kill everything. You know, very, very difficult to move forwards when you've got this. The commissions are like a mechanical edge that's all, always working against you. You know, you've got to you've got to make a profit just to break even. So very difficult. Commissions are just this—they're just this drag on liquidity. They're always making people you know think twice before doing a trade. So I always just wanted to have this commission-free trading environment. I wanted to somehow create this. Uh, it was always a bit of a pipe dream, you know, but. Then when Ethereum came along and the blockchain, I, I figured all that out. Then I realized, you know, I started putting this idea together that maybe using blockchain technology, we could create this commission-free trading environment. So that's, that's where it came from. That was, I was kind of scratching my own itch, really.
1: Awesome. So what, what existing businesses do you feel you could disrupt out there in the crypto space?
0: And obviously, it's going to be the futures exchanges. Um, you know, the... the the commissions that you have to pay are just just way too high. I mean, I was just reading the other day, like BitMEX has just moved into the most expensive offices in the world. They're paying five million dollars a year in rent. You know, where's that money? Paying for that? Exactly. That's where your commissions are going. So they can all sit in the corner office lording it over everyone else. So, you know, just things like that just they, they just irk me a little bit. And I, I just think we can really disrupt the futures trading space by just, you know, this this brand new model that just says You know, commissions penalize the most active traders. That's what commissions do. And yet, it's the most active traders that are the most valuable to the exchange. They're the ones that create the liquidity. They're the ones that we want. So, you know, with our model, this token issuance model, what we're basically doing is we're transferring that cost burden of the exchange, of running the exchange, from the active traders And we're transferring that to all Digitex token owners in the form of an inflation rate. Because obviously when you issue new tokens, you know, you issue a few new tokens, there's going to be a few percent inflation. Your your tokens are worth a little less. So why would Digitex token owners accept that? Why would they be willing to do that? Why do they accept that inflation rate in order to, you know, fund the active traders? Well, they do that on the understanding that those active traders are providing most value. They're providing liquidity. They're providing demand for the Digitex token, which offsets, you know, the the cost of the inflation.
1: Interesting, you bring up the liquidity point because I'm not sure if you've seen anything like the, the XBT or the the BTC futures that are currently listed for the CME and the CBO uh-huh. CBOE. The the liquidity is absolutely horrible on those things. So they just fly up and down because it's so thin.
0: I'm not surprised. I mean, the, the contract size is way too big on the CME. It's like a five oh. Bitcoin contract size. You C- know? And,
1: CME is not for retail at all.
0: No, and they want like a 50% margin or something ridiculous like that. So you, you just got to put so much money down. It's just, it's not tradable.
1: I'll, I'll jump right to the end here. But when would a live beta be available to early adopters for your platform?
0: Um, we've been saying quarter four. Um, we're still on track for that. Uh, to be honest, quarter four means December, so it's going to be the end of December probably. The the you know the programmers, the software development team always want to put it out as late as possible. So the early access waitlist that we're running, uh, the first five thousand people on that list will get access to the beta version in December.
1: So is your release schedule still dependent upon the adoption and release of Plasma?
0: Um. Plasma is critical to the decentralized accounts balances part, and that is looking like it's not going to be ready in time for December. So the beta version will not have the decentralized accounts part, but as soon as plasma is ready we're you know we're we're ready to jump on that as fast as possible but when that's ready i don't know they're saying start of 2019 i'm not i'm not in the loop there so i'm not sure
1: so if it's not decentralized would you then have to hold the dgtx tokens
0: in the version one, we are going to do that, yes okay. in version one we 're going to hold people 's digitex tokens, but in version one in the beta version, the first five thousand get given free tokens anyway because we want a friendly test environment. we want friendly testers in case anything does go wrong, you know we don 't expect it to, but in case it does, you know we don 't want to lose everybody 's money. So the first five thousand will be playing with free money anyway. So yes, we're gonna hold those account balances centrally, but it's money that we gave to them anyway.
1: Fantastic. So we recently saw some of the glitches that can happen when these leveraged futures exchanges go down for maintenance <clears throat> periods. Like I'm I'm sure you're aware of what happened last week. Uh huh. Yeah. With uh you know, you know who.
0: So <laughs> with you know who.
1: <laughs> so the the problem here with crypto is like you don't even have weekends like to like Globex does to, uh-huh. do, to do patches and maintenance releases and things like that. How on earth are you guys going to do this? With you're going to set maintenance windows that customers can't trade on, or how are you going to how are you going to like change the engine on a, on a moving
0: airplane? Um, that is a good question. I mean, when it comes to maintenance, we are just going to have to pick an arbitrary time. We're going to have to look at the numbers, see when is the quietest time. But like you say, it's twenty four seven and it's global. So, you know, when when is the quietest time? We're just going to have to figure that out. There's there's a lot of little things involved in, in running something like this. Um, it's a good question. I don't have a good answer for it. But we're just going to try and find the best times and, you know, try and not cock it up.
1: Adam, what do you think the biggest risk to your plans is that's beyond your control?
0: The biggest risk that's beyond my control? Um I don't think the crypto markets crashing is really a big risk because as the markets go down there's gonna be a lot of interest in you know going short and trading those Um, so I wouldn't say that a crash in the crypto market is the biggest risk Um, something like I'd say I mean I don't know whether I should mention that I'm a little worried about tether I mean what, what, what do you think about tether I think if something like tether was found to be a bit of a ponzi scheme. I'm not saying it is. I don't know that it is. You know, the audits just seem to be a little funny. If something like Tether went down, I think that would be that would just be horrible. You know, the the markets would just go into meltdown. Um, Something like that, I would say, like another thing going down as major as that would would be the biggest risk.
1: Actually, if I I think if we see a black swan, that would just, uh, that would get things lit up. That would get us to our final capitulation for this bear. Right now, we're just sort of at oh 5, yeah thousand
0: cuts. Mm, that, yeah, maybe, maybe you're right. Yeah, maybe it just gets it out of the way, and then we can go up.
1: Yeah, because people overreact, and then once they step back and they realize what's going on with the situation, they say, "Oh, we overreacted." Hey, the price is now at a fifty percent discount. Let's go. So right. that that always, in my mind, that always gets things rocking. So uh, the whole tether thing, to me, I, I think, is an overreaction because. You can't even go into your own bank these days and withdraw the money that you have in your bank. That's so true. Why is that any different from the tether situation? Perhaps because it's not backed by anything, but still it's the same thing that we've been seeing. My next questions are kind of more trading related here for you Adam. Mm-hmm. So I've I've traded forex pairs before. So the brokers have done this sort of commission free thing in the past before they said hey you can trade our forex pairs commission free but the problem is the bid ass spreads yeah, are so egregiously exactly. enormous that they have to they they make their profit on the spread in there how right. is so you're not going to be playing that game are you you're going to be tightening no. things up right
0: we're, we're not like a forex setup we're not making you buy at the offer or sell at the bid you can put in any price you want, you can bid, you can offer, you can lift offers, you can, you know, hit bids, whatever you want. So it's, it's a completely different model from how those Forex setups are, you know, when in a Forex thing, you're basically trading against the house, right? You're not paying any commissions, but right. you're trading directly against them. With us, you're not trading directly against us. If you win, you win. That's, that's great. We don't care if you win or lose, you know, our our revenue model comes from the issuance of a small number of new tokens each year, which, which incidentally is decided democratically by all Digitex token owners. They vote on how many tokens to issue. So that's what covers our costs. That's what pays for the development, the marketing, the support. And whether you win or lose, we don't really care. So it's very different from those Forex setups. You're not trading against us. We don't have an interest in, in making you lose. Okay, I got
1: a mechanical question for you here. Just and this I think I know the answer to this, but this is more for people that are kind of tuning into this for the first time and they're intimidated by this whole sense of what's a futures contract and how does that work, things like that. And it's funny because I think most people once they start to understand it, they start to trade with a futures contract, they go, Oh my god, this is so easy. This is the simplest this is the simplest thing ever. But the whole notion, the whole industry just sort of, oh a futures contract, that's whales. Oh, those are bad people. It's not like that at all. So follow along with this. So with a minimum tick size of five dollars for BTC, which is what I mm-hmm. understand that you're doing. Minimum yeah. tick size. So let's say I go long one contract at sixty four hundred versus the US right. dollar. So let's say Bitcoin moves from sixty four hundred to sixty-four oh five and I'm long. That one right. contract and I sell the position out there. Have I just gained the value of one Digitex token in my account?
0: Yes. It's very simple. The the tick size on the Bitcoin USD futures contract, like you say, is five dollars, but all your profits and losses are denominated in Digitex tokens. Your the margin that you post must be in Digitex tokens. You know, your account balance on our exchange is in Digitex tokens. So this is what creates demand for the token because traders must own it in order to trade, in order to participate on our commission-free markets. So that's what creates the demand for it. And yes, the tick values of the Bitcoin USD contract, the tick value is one Digitex token. So for every $5 movement up or down, you're making a losing one Digitex token. So it's a very small contract value. You know, it's very easy for very small traders to get involved, and you're going up and down one Digitex token at a time.
1: Yeah, you're risking two cents on that uh, current prices right now, which, which, is, price, yeah. which is actually awesome because most, even the E-minis are, you know, the smallest E-mini tick size you're going to get is five bucks, which doesn't sound like much until you all of a sudden rip off, a,
0: you know, a run of several points and all of a sudden. Exactly. And then on top of that, you're paying, you know, even if you're paying low commissions, you're paying four five dollars commissions. You know, that, that's one full tick. On that trade, you got to make one full tick right. just to break even. And again, that doesn't sound like a lot, but you do 20 trades and you only made four ticks profit, it's it's killed you. It, it almost obviates the need for paper
1: trading then. You, I mean, if you're just risking two cents on something like that, you can learn to trade on your platform live, and then it's no different. So what kind of scaling can you do? So you, you can go, obviously, one, can you set the quantity yeah yeah you
0: can uh, yeah you can set the quantity you can you can be buying and selling one lot or you can be buying and selling 1000 lots whatever you want to buy and sell obviously it's going to depend on the liquidity of the exchange as to how easily you can get in and out of those positions but with with absolute zero commissions and no mechanical edge working against you i believe that the the liquidity of the markets is just going to go through the roof you know you're going to get a certain core number of users That are just going to go crazy. They're going to realize that they can pursue these very high volume, low profit margin trading strategies. Excuse me, and they can actually make a profit. So I think the the liquidity is going to be pretty high up there.
1: And I think so right out of the gate. Yeah, I just yeah, like I said, man, I can't can't wait. (laughs) So
0: me me too. I'm I'm really excited because we're also going to have our own market makers on there. So from day one. You know, we're going to be keeping the, the price pretty tight. Um, we, we have a large bank for the market makers. So really from day one, I expect it to be pretty liquid.
1: So we're going to be kind of the the equivalent liquidity to something like the ES or the S&P E-minis on the, on the, like, on the bid and the offer?
0: I would like to think so, yeah. We're, we're certainly going to try our best to keep that bid and the offer, you know, very, very tight. And I'm expecting the first five thousand users with their free digitex tokens to get stuck in because they're you know they're going to be trading away um yeah i would I would like to see, I think the liquidity is going to be pretty good
1: Next question here uh, trading bots. Has anybody mm-hmm. approached you about building a trading bot that's going to plug into your api
0: There's a couple of guys that are interested in doing market making for us um, I'm talking to those now. Uh, Our plan was to just have our own automated market makers. Um, But, you know, if these guys want to plug in a market making bot to our API, um, you know, I don't I don't have any problem with that because they're just going to be creating more liquidity. So I'm going to I'm going to see what their what their ideas are. We don't have anything nailed down yet, but we may have some outside market makers, some third party market makers connecting through the API. Yeah.
1: Okay, next one here I have for you is about price discovery. Price discovery. So for like the the CME, the aggregate, the spot price against several exchanges to figure out where the current price is, right? Mm-hmm. And the CBOE uses Gemini spot price. How are you going to tag or tie into the spot price? Or are you going to do your own price discovery and let, um, it, let it match against the, the spot currencies?
0: Well, we were going to use the there's a there's another index called um, the Bitcoin average do. It's the uh, it's the global Bitcoin index. I think it's the GBX or, or something like that. We were going to use that. Um, it's, you know, it's a well-respected. All it has to be is a respected number. It just people have to know that it's not being fiddled. Um, they, they calculate that from the top 50 crypto exchanges or, or however they do it with their own algorithm. So we might use that. We, we could use the CMEs you know index if, if we wanted to use that um we're probably just going to stick with the bitcoin average one The the thing is with our contract our bitcoin futures contract we actually have the same settlement time and expiry time as the cme's bitcoin futures contract so the price action of our contract is actually going to be pretty much exactly the same as the cme's contract you know in that sense so it's it's going to be easy for people to get their head around that because they can just look at what the CME's price is and ours is basically going to be a a duplicate contract of that but just in miniature just just very very miniature version of the CME's contract instead of twenty five dollars a tick you're on two cents a tick you know and but the price action and the expiry time is the same.
1: Well, in my perfect world, what happens is that this exchange becomes so active and so dominant in terms of price discovery that it actually flips around in the opposite direction
0: the, the, the tail wagging the dog that would be that would be great and i would i would see that happening too if we've got you know 100,000 people trading away like maniacs that that could very well happen well that's and i've seen that in the underlying price of
1: you know whether it's an index or stock like the S&P 500 is a great example of that how it started off as an index of stocks, but then what happened was the S&P futures contract kind of mm-hmm. came in and took over. And now the, S- the ES, the S&P E-mini futures contract, is the underlying right. instrument of the S&P 500.
0: So it's a monster, yeah. The volumes are crazy.
1: In, in, in a perfect world, this could actually happen with Digitex, is that you become the driving price discovery of the price of Bitcoin or Ethereum or Litecoin or whatever else. Probably not that. oil and probably not gold, but right. know, in Bitcoin, certainly
0: that that's possible. It could be, and and the the great benefit of that would be a huge surge in demand for tokens because traders would you know liquidity begets liquidity. Traders are attracted to liquidity, so the longer term traders who maybe aren't that interested in commission free because they only trade once a week, they are interested in the massive liquidity of being able to get on and off these huge positions with no slippage, because let's face it, slippage is just as big a problem on, in trading as commissions. Oh. You know, if you can't get in and out, you, you're done. And that liquidity fixes that
1: every single time.
0: Right. And so I, I think if this if this model that we're building does create the kind of liquidity that we expect, you know, that that is going to attract people, like I say, that weren't maybe attracted to the no commissions thing, they're just attracted to that less slippage.
1: Okay, fantastic. All right, I got one final question for you, Adam. Uh, and this is more of a nerd-type question that there you tra- go. traders will understand. But I'm used to using an advanced ladder or depth-of-market interface, which has got you know buy stops and sell stops, buy limits, sell limits, advanced trailing functionality on stops. Like when if I have multiple contracts on a position, when I get my risk out on the trade, my stop immediately gets thrown up to break even, those kind of things that I can design. Do you guys have any plans for doing any kind of advanced functionality to your dome?
0: The version one, the ladder trading interface, is going to have stops. You're going to be able to, you know, right-click stops and things like that. Uh, we've, we've purposely stripped down a lot of the tools off the off the ladder because a lot of the people that we're after, you know, they're not the institutions. They're not the professional traders. They are more the retail traders that that aren't as you know, expert, shall we say, as the the professional traders. So there are going to be tools on that ladder, but we have stripped down the first version. Uh, There will be more advanced tools coming, but it's not a priority for version one now. Okay.
1: Yeah, I could imagine everybody in Dublin just cringing upon that question. But
0: yeah, yeah, they they're, they're all we're always horse trading. Me and the developers we're always horse trading. What what we'll swap for this and that. We're just we're just gonna come to an agreement at some point on launch day.
1: <laughs> okay. Hey, Adam, I wanted to thank you for coming on board here and uh, joining us here at Ready Set Crypto, and we'd love to do it again sometime. So
0: It was my pleasure. Thanks for having me. The, um, I mean, we've got the wait list going right now if people want to join the wait list. Uh, we, we started that this month only, and we've already got 70,000 people on the wait list. What's, waiting the, what's to, the
1: best way for somebody to get, if they're just hearing about Digitex for the first time today, what's the best way for them to get involved right now, right this second?
0: Just go to digitexfutures.com. Go go have a read of our blog. You know, look through everything we're doing there. Real, you know, good high quality posts that we've got there. Um, Yeah, read the blog. Read our Telegram. Our our social media is blowing up right now. I mean, literally in the last week, our numbers have all just doubled. Uh, Telegram's going crazy. We've got eighteen hundred messages a day going through our Telegram community. We've got you know three full time admins on there now. It's everything's kicking off with that wait list. It's it's there's like. 3,000 people a day signing up on the wait list. And we haven't even started the paid ads yet. We haven't even started that. We've got a new website coming out at the end of this month. Um, I'm demoing the software in Malta at the Malta blockchain conference in November. So there's there's a lot coming up. But yeah, just go to digitexfutures.com and have a look around there.
1: Okay, fantastic. Adam, thanks very much for your time today. All
0: right, thanks, Doc. Thanks for having me.
1: All right, folks, again, that was Adam Todd of Digitex Futures. I should mention before I wrap up that I do have a small stake in Digitex tokens that I plan on increasing in the near future. It strikes me that there are really two plays here with Digitex. I'm sure that some of you that are listening don't know what a futures contract is, don't have any interest in futures contracts, nor short-term trading in general. Well, You might take a look at Digitex as an investment instead of as a trading platform for yourself. The question that you're going to have to answer as an investor is whether or not you think Digitex will be able to pull off this feat of engineering and create enough of a lead in this space before anybody else can so that they become the default choice in crypto futures trading. If they're able to do so, you'll look back on today's token price of about two cents a token and wonder why you didn't buy more. And if you're a trader, which is where I'm coming from, this will be a dream come true to have some of the same tools as the big boys and other commodities futures markets, all with no commissions. It doesn't get any better than that. I will be following Digitex and their progress closely in the coming weeks and we'll report on their progress in our daily newsletter. Or I'll be back with another podcast entry if release looks imminent. Thanks for listening to this podcast, and I'll see you in the next episode.